0: Hey, 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 everybody! Welcome to another great podcast episode of Mission Mementos podcast. And I have a great speaker. He's become a brother of mine over these past few months. He's uh, supported me in ways that I'm shocked that it happened. But at the same time, when you when you when when they when people see that you're doing. It, Positive things around the world, they're going to draw to you and they're going to want to connect and collaborate with you. So, without further ado, I have Mr. DM Speaks, DMP Speaks, right? It. You,
1: got it. you got it. DMP
0: Speaks, Mr. David uh-huh. Pinkston is in the house. What's up, David? What's going on, sis? How you doing? good 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 thank you for tuning in thank you for being on this podcast episode so we're gonna jump right into it can you introduce the viewers who you are where you're from
1: what you're all about all right so as she stated um, my name is David Pinkston but I go by the name of DMP Speaks Um, I am a self-esteem coach confidence coach I love helping people um, but let me just back up a little bit. So I'm originally from Syracuse, New York, but I've been living in Buffalo for almost like ten years. I have a wonderful, beautiful wife, Chantel and my son, Seon, uh, and we uh, we just trucking. I, I love everything about what I'm doing. But as far as my entrepreneurship, um, I help individuals that are that have physical limitations, uh, disabilities, deformities, wheelchairs, with veterans, amputees, Um, head injuries, car accidents, broken bones, however you wanna look at it. I really wanna help them increase their self-esteem and their confidence because if we can be honest, when you get into these car accidents, when you get into these situations, you feel broken. I I got in a car accident as a child. I remember like it was yesterday, March 25th, 1993, I was going across the street trying to uh, catch my bus um, on my side of the street. there was a stop school bus I wanted, uh, in between these cars. I seen a plumbing van coming my way, but I thought he was gonna stop. He didn't stop. He broke my right knee, um, pretty much shattered it, rolled over my left ankle. I, was, uh, I had multiple surgeries to reconstruct my, my right knee and my left ankle. I had full leg casts all the way from my tip of my toes on both legs, all the way up to my pelvic area. Um, I had, I endured eight plus months. I think it was even more than that. Thinking about it now, uh, uh physical rehab, um, having, uh, just a lot of, a lot of situations. So that really has, you know, really opened my eyes up to people that have these physical limitations. And I really want to show them. I did it. I worked hard. I got, I got myself into physical therapy. I, I kept exercising. I did everything that I needed to do. But I want to let people know they can do the same thing, you know, they can do the same thing and that's what my business is about. Is I'm in the business of helping people. I'm in the, in the business of pushing them um, beyond their limits, it's, you know, and I don't want people to put limits on themselves because there are no limits. If you feel like there's limits that's in your mind, you can change some things around. And I love what I do. You know, yes, entrepreneurship, you want to make finances and stuff, but a lot of my gratification is when I help somebody that has that physical limitation change their mindset around and really help them where they need to be.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like one thing I always say, it's, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's transformation over transaction. You know, it's nothing like having that feeling of helping people and everything like that. It's a bonus with the money, you know, um, so yes, we want to ideally make biz- make money so that we can do it full time. But in the meantime, you know, just those little nuggets of helping others and people saying, thank you for this. And thank you for that. Mm-hmm. It's going to go, go around tenfold. So, you know, not just always back financially. So I encourage you guys to definitely start helping more and giving back. And, you know, it definitely helps with your mental, like mental health awareness month uh, is coming up. In the month of May, so when this actual episode drops, it actually will be dropped in May. So, um, going into it, as we go into the almost the fifth month of the year and stuff like that, uh, what is your word of 2021 and why?
1: Transformation. (laughs) Transformation. Okay, okay, Okay. yeah. We have even you already I pulled it up anyway. So, transformation is because I'm going through my own transformation of myself. Um, as I don't know if people have really seen one, well, but I, I put on a video today. I'm changing how um, my, my lifestyle, I'm not doing diets, I'm doing, I'm changing myself. I'm losing weight uh, so I can be healthier for my family. Um, I have my business, I, I work in the community. I'm helping people transform their lives. So, transformation for me is holistic, you know what I mean? Um, uh, my emotional state my thought process, how I'm helping people, how I'm ministering to people because I don't even look at my business as just a business. This is ministry for me as well because people are hurting right now. And I I don't want to just do the self-esteem and the uh, confidence coach. People really need help. So I want to help people transform. What is Mm -hmm. transformation? You are changing your mindset around. You're changing your surroundings. You're changing your atmosphere around. So if you want a realistic, long-lasting change, you have to transform into somebody else and you have to leave whoever you used to be alone so that you can be this new person for you and yours.
0: Very true, very true. So overall, we're talking about our entrepreneur journey and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Where did your entrepreneurial journey start? Did it start in grammar school? As you got older, you know, I hear all different types of stories
1: of everybody. You know, what's yours? Well, I, if I can be honest, mine really started, hmm, I'm 36 now. I think it started a few years after I moved to Buffalo. I moved here for school. I went to uh, University of Buffalo in 2012. But I think around 2013, 2014, I said, man, so many people were telling me, you know, you should, you know, really help people. You should go into your own business. And I was like, eh, no, nah, I just do it because I care about people. But I started to see this is not, this is more than just a, a gift or a talent. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm, your calling. My calling. I'm supposed to be doing this. Yes, I have, I've had multiple jobs, did well at them. But I said, this here, gives me this passion, gives me this drive. Every single day, no matter how I feel, I've I've lost family members, I've lost certain things. My own father last year, still dealing with it. But I remember him telling me before the dementia took over, whatever you were going to do, do it with all your might, son. Never left me. When I came, when I wanted to do this entrepreneurship, I had to put all of myself into it. I, I, I just, there was just one day I said, you know what? I wanna work for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna keep working for everybody else. I see everybody else, um, these other companies just gonna be honest, they, they're not utilizing me the way that I need to be utilized when I can be doing this on my own, making my own hours, doing the things that I need to do and still helping the people that I wanna help and also help my family financially. Do the things that I, you know, that freedom, that freedom is something that somebody can never, ever take away from you. That freedom of entrepreneurship, it's hard, but it's so worth it. Like, it's like a breath of fresh air, especially when I make it, not if, when I make it, when I get to that pinnacle that I need to be for myself, not nobody else, but where God wants me to be, man. It's gonna be awesome because I started small, small beginnings, small beginnings, but I kept going. I kept pushing myself, Mm. I had good support. But even when I didn't have the phone calls, when I didn't have, you didn't, you're doing good. I had to look inside myself and say, you know what? You're all right. You know what? You can do this. Right. You know, a lot
0: of people don't see, we know when we do make it, I do like that. And our our mutual brother, uh, Jay, uh, he, uh, matter of fact, he said a statement. He said, experts started as beginners recently to me. Um, And every time when I have my low moments, I think about, you know what? you know, I, I like, like one thing that I do, like I help us find entrepreneurs inside hustlers. And I love like, I mean, all that glam and everything, what they're doing now, but I love hearing all the early stages stories because that's, that's why I know I'm supposed to help us find entrepreneurs because one, my journey is still going. And even when I do make it big, I could still basically say, I still like helping the entrepreneurs because I love the transformation, like how you says, of how they started, how they went through the, the knit, the grit, and they just kept on going, you know, like prime example, recently, yesterday, I literally did 200 stops on my nine until, and it, and then I had a webinar to do. And I had to push back the webinar, but I still showed up. So I encourage people when you really are passionate about something, you have to still show up. You know, after we get off this call, you know, David has to do some business stuff. He has to do a live. He literally asked me, like, how long are we going to do this? (laughs) And I mean, I got to send some emails out. Mind you, I did within the past two days, I've done close to almost 400 stops, and there's just still work to be done. So when we do blow up and when we do actually make it, I don't want to hear the overnight success because overnight success, you just don't like, this is why we just gotta, we gotta keep a journal on the side, let us know. And then like, when people like overnight success, I'm like, nah, I did this and then came back home and then this and stuff like that. Now this is a build upon, this is momentum. And stuff like that. Yeah, some people make it big quick. Some people make it big five years, ten. Is this the whole thing? Is I'm in it for the long haul. So I know that my breakthrough is going to happen, whether it happens this year, whether it happens ten years from now. Lord's willing, it doesn't happen like ten years from now. But I think it's honestly the momentum that like it's all about your consistency. That's one thing that I think that entrepreneurs forget. It's about your consistency. If you're, this is honestly, I would say this is the most twenty, the most consistent year I've been in some type of way of just putting myself out there you know and stuff like that yes certain things i'm having been consistent yes i gotta get back on my c- consultation cause there's always something that just falls through the cracks because you know life situation happens and stuff like that but overall people came in like i've been so consistent people don't even understand don't even if i miss doing this one thing for the day or if i miss doing that one thing for the day and stuff like that like i still get back on track and stuff like they like okay i missed a day but who gonna really notice unless you really like call me out and send me a text message, which is likely not going to happen and stuff like that. You know, people don't like, they wanted to see like, okay, she's been consistent, you know, like, I mean, you know, as I get closer and closer to episode 25 and 30, you know, it's going to really show like, okay, Shay is really on a mission and she's proven it by her consistency. So overall, you know, as we get into it, you answered several of the questions. Um, but I want to know, how do you keep your talents aligned with your mission as an entrepreneur?
1: Hmm. That's, I, well, even when I was looking at these questions, I was like, that one kind of stuck to me. Um, I remember why I'm doing it. Hmm. That, that's the biggest thing for me. I remember why I'm doing it. My gifts of, um, as, I, as my friends say, the gift of gab, but it's <laughs> more than the gift of gab is a gift to discern what people really need, not what I feel like they need, what they really need. And I know that I'm using your word, but that that's my mission. That's my, that's what I'm supposed to do. Going right back to that. I know that this is what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. This is not just something that I just do on the side, get a little money and and keep moving. I want sustainability. So I make sure that the gift of gab and me being patient and being a good listener, because if you want to be a good speaker, you got to listen to the people. You got to see what they really need. And I know that I've been blessed to be able to have that patience with people and help them a long way, but also push them um, in that direction that they need to go into. So, I make sure that my gifts are ta- and talent and talents. I never get the big head. Um, I never, oh, well, I have this kind of talent. I can uh, talk to people and I can uh, change them. No, 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 no. How I grew up, how I was groomed, that no matter what you do, whatever gift and talent that you have, you always give that back to God because He's the one that gave you the gift and talent. And if you give that back to Him, He can expand that. So, I always take what He has given me and I expand it. I always grow it. So, like now, when I get off and I do my sessions, I'm going to go read a book, or I'm going to go listen to a speaker, because I don't have it all yet. I'm still cultivating my gift. I'm. It's still growing. It's. It's. There's no cap. So it's, it's about just- mastery. It's about mastery. Yeah, That's what I, I'm not done. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not done i have so much to do and i think that's what i love about the freedom of entrepreneurship there when you have a gift that is raw that is inside of you that nobody can nobody else can take away and you really like you said using that word master if you sit there and you really take that time to really master what god has given us for the world whatever whoever that world is for It's magnificent because you're adding to this world. I I know I'm kind of like spaced out, but that's how I feel. I'm adding to this world. And every entrepreneur does that. Every entrepreneur adds to the world. They might not feel that they do, but that gift, that talent, you're adding to someone's life. You're not taking away. You're adding value to somebody's life. That's why I love what I do. Yep.
0: And, you know, to keep it aligned, you know, it says, you know, when to add on a mastery, you know, in the entrepreneur space, we know it takes about 10,000 hours. Now the 10,000 hours is specifically on a skill. It's not on just, okay, I did 10,000 hours of coaching. No, what part of coaching? There's several different components of, you know, being a good coach and even being a good speaker, you know, it takes time to basically know how to. Uh, you know, like one thing that I know I got to work on is my up and down tones and changing up my tones and stuff like that. So we all have key components that we can learn and elevate and get us to where we need to be at so you know thinking about mastery and thinking keeping things aligned, you know i automatically think of the karate kid you know how mr miyagi was teaching him how to you know wax on wax off and you know at first daniel didn't understand that but when he could when he he literally got frustrated and his coach leveled up and said okay you know, Miss Miyagi showed him some things, and, you know, he did it, in all the other, Miss Miyagi did it in several other movies and stuff like that, and they did a spinoff on um, Cobra Kai. I'm a big little karate kid (laughs) and everything. I mean, I don't know if you watch Cobra Kai, but, you know, you know, but the whole thing is, like, you know, like, I mean, just don't get it twisted. Like, we do work hard, but we do have luxury time, and honestly, Anything that I do watch, I don't like getting into the drama stuff unless I just like need to get away and just need something funny. Like mm-hmm. I, I like to laugh at like stuff like that. But far as like real, real stories and stuff like that, I like to really watch stories that have good deep messages behind them mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that those are those are the ones that's going to make you entrepreneur um ready and better and stuff like that and like i said I'll all this whole podcast the reason why i brought this podcast on and i've been real focused and it has been my strongest podcast because this is not my first podcast this is technically my second podcast but the reason why it surpassed and went strong is because the simple fact is I now know what my calling is. I now know that anybody that I can bring on, they either have some type of entrepreneurial aspirations. Like, I mean, like one of my former speakers, uh, Ebony, she came on and stuff like that. She's just, she's a corporate, but she has a lot of entrepreneurial ast- attributes of being a speaker, doing these of that nature, but she just doesn't have a solidified business and stuff like that, which is fine because she just loves her corporate job. Compared to us, we, we know we want to, get things in motion and you know when this country opened up I already see us collaborating we both live in the same town and stuff like that so it's it's not like right now it's just the littlest things you know like you coming, like I really am thankful that you came to my workshop you're on You You
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know um I mean literally like
0: I planned it out I planned that out probably within eight it was in my heart you know, I want to do, I would love to do at least two more series of that workshop specifically, because I there's a spinoff that I want to do with that. But overall, um, you know, it, it comes back to when you're really on a mission, things are going to start forming together, people are going to start exiting out your life. You know, people are gonna start coming into your life that need to like literally like I like I like I like like some people might think it weird like why are you calling David bro when you only know him for like a few months? I'm like because the whole fact of the matter is David has one showed up to certain certain things. We didn't have to. We've had several good talks about just our journey and stuff like that. And you need those type of people to be aligned with when you're going through your journey because they understand and they get it. You know, because you know our our mutual coach. We we know entrepreneurship can get lonely. Yeah. period yeah. <laughs> period it can straight get lonely and if you don't reach out like Larry, like i mean like david knows he can reach out to me if he needs to like yo sis i'm having one of those moments you know and i, I same thing with you like like i know i can like yo bro it's it's one of those days can you pray for me can you do this and or Real, you just serious? give me some you know and that that's literally what we all need to do you need to if you don't have a group if you don't have an environment or a community create one, you know, like or create start creating opportunities. You know, I say don't wait, create opportunities, you know, and that's what the purpose why I created a workshop. You know, don't, it wasn't about, okay, I wasn't gonna have people to show up. If the first one, honestly, I knew I was gonna I was gonna break I was basically gonna spend more than basically make anything because of the fact it was meant to just pour in and add value to others and let people know what I got to take and how I basically can bring people together. You know, one thing I could say I mean, I'm a mission connector. Like I I just, honestly, I just came up with that like five seconds ago, but I'm literally a mission connector. Anybody that, and a mission connector is basically collaborate people with mission, understanding what their mission is. So- That's good. Yeah, yeah. So overall, what is your advice to entrepreneurs starting out?
1: Start. (laughs) The reason why I say that, I remember this is 2000, 2015, 16. I went to um, an all day a all day event with this speaker I know. His name is Coach Deuce. Shout out to my brother.
0: Oh, Deuce Deuce. Now you talking about, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. starts with the N. His first name starts at the
1: end. Oh, we got uh-huh. chat. We'll talk about Deuce afterwards. And we, yeah, that's my yeah. boy. Um, so he was doing one. Now, he ain't going to mind when I say that. Wasn't a lot of people there. Mm. But his energy, mm. yep, was crazy. I see it was like I'm like wait wait, there's not a lot of people, in you like you're speaking like you're speaking to 2,000 people, and I said, and he had another speaker there. Um, I, I can't think of his name right now.
0: Dang, I can't Let me find clear. out we might have crossed paths
1: <laughs> and we didn't but even know it. From here, I can't think of it. Uh, you know him, but we'll talk off we'll talk off air. Of but. I said, "Well, I want to. I want to do what you guys are doing. You guys are awesome." He was like, "Man, no, nah, no." Nah, nah. I said, "No, you are." And I said, "Well, what do you have for me? Like, what can you, um, what, what advice can you give me?" He said, "Just start." Mm. Cool. I, he was like, "You're shocked that I said it to you?" I said, "Yes, sir," because I'm like, "You just gave us fire, and then now you only telling me to start." He said, "Once you start, if you're serious about what you want to do." and you go ahead and start, you might not have all the stuff. And he was like, you're not. You're not gonna have all the stuff. You're not going to have the big audience. But if you start, if that's what you really, really wanna do, if that's in your heart, start. Mm. And I'll tell you no lie, I started that night. I went home, I think I stayed up for two or three hours. I think I went to bed at two o'clock. I just started writing stuff out. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I just knew. So to answer your question, you have to start. But if you have already started, keep going. Mm. You there's time. I want, I, don't, I don't want to get into the other question, but there have been times that I kind of questioned a little bit. Should I? Should I not? Should I? Should I do this? Should I do that? But what drove me was my passion. My passion. Not only to help, but wanting to do something that I created, that I put forth, I put the energy, I put the money forth, um, the equipment that I have. I didn't have no, I didn't really have no equipment. All I had was my little ringy dinky phone. I had no lapel pin. This
0: podcast no, is being yeah. recorded by a laptop and That's a what I'm saying, like, a laptop. That's it. Like literally, I, so I have no special passionate.
1: equipment. I was so passionate about and so excited that I wanted to do it. My wife was like, "Babe, you you're just going." I'm like. I'm excited, entrepreneurs you have, if, if nobody else is excited about what you want, that you want to do and want to accomplish, you got to be excited about it first. That was what kept me all these years of doing this. If nobody got on, I'm still giving you that fire. I'm still doing that power session at 9 p.m. I'm still giving you those videos if it's only five. Yes, it can be a little, uh, make you feel bad, that you only got five people looking at your video, but you keep doing it. It's going to get to 10. It's going to get to 30. It's going to get to 40. It's going to get to 100. It's going to get to 500. It's going to get to 1,000.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't let these little small beginnings trip you up.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's true story. You know, um, back in 2019, I did 295 consecutive live video, Facebook live videos. And if I only I can imagine if I stuck it out, I let some personal stuff get the best of me. I say, you know what, I'm not doing no more, you know, but it really, it really put me in a platform of keep on going. Some people still, still come to me like, yo, I remember when you was doing all those lives in 2019. And really like when you fall, get back up, you know, it's, you know, like, keep on going is that I say this all the time it's not how you start but it's how you keep on going because people say it's not how you start but it's how you finish I'm like no like literally like for entrepreneurship there is no ending point there is no ending point like you might have you okay you might accomplish that seminar that workshop and stuff like that that summit but what's next <laughs> literally like so like there's no ending point because when you feel like you just like get it in it I mean you know, like some people might end eventually and stuff like that, or they just like, OK, once I accomplish this milestone in my business, they might shut down their business. They might sell their business. That's fine by all means, because they accomplished where. I mean, let, let's look at Oprah, prime example. She did, what, 25 years, I think, of her show. And then she said, you know what, it's time to move on, right. you know, and she ended it. But at the same time, she moved on on a way uh-huh. bigger scale. Yeah, and stuff like that, and that's sometimes what some people do. Like they'll, you know, like me with with the coaching and stuff like that, and everything. I wanted to scale and be, uh, international and national type of form format in my business, where you know I'm bringing on people to, you know, like something similar to like what John C Maxwell is doing. How he got a whole leadership group of people that's all over and that wants to that pours into his mission and loves his mission and wants to add value to that you know and stuff like that because you know one thing that when you're starting is scary but the people that is with you and that are for you are going to come to you they're going to align with you and that's one thing that i encourage people to remember that and it can keep on going so overall If you want to have anything added on, I got my next favorite segment that we about to go into. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you already know this is my favorite segment of the podcast, hashtag Shay Suggestions. This is where it's a twist. I don't know the questions. The speakers know the questions already. I like to be blindsided. Hopefully he gets me off guard, gets me a little tongue tied. I have, some people have actually gotten me good. You know, and stuff like that. So, bro, do me, do me, do me some justice and give me the first question.
1: All right, they, this, this one is. These ones are very easy. All right. What's the first one? What drives you every day? <laughs>
0: okay, okay. Um, knowing that there's people out there to help. You know, um, you know, um, when I'm down, I always think about the Evan Carmichael. You know, uh quote from built to serve he said if you're feeling unhappy and not not satisfied in life it's because you're not helping enough people um and at this overall like you know i might work my night until but i know that i'm destined to just work more you know in the past like i used to get so angry antsy and wanted to just you know give up or just like i didn't have no purpose no feeling so you know now that I know what I want to do, and now I when I see somebody lighten up, when somebody randomly sends me a text message, thank you, or you know they want to pour into me, it get, it gives me so much satisfaction that I'm on the right track. You know, every time when I'm about to like, all right, like I'm about to pull a plug on my my emails, prime example. I've been consistently doing that this month, and I was about to pull a plug and stuff like that, and then you know what? Literally, I had this one call, one call with this one person, a consultation call. They say, yo, I've been watching, listen, like, I booked the call based off your emails. I'm like, (laughs) like, God, look at you, look at you. So literally, like, it's it's keeping that momentum of being consistent when you think people are not following you, but people actually are seeing you, you know, and stuff like that. So um, it's nothing like just seeing that face of their transition and their transformation. So that's what honestly drives me. All
1: right. So this one is kind of what we talked about already, kind of touched on it, but when your business, you make the money that you want to make, Mm -hmm. you are traveling all over the place, you're helping all these entrepreneurs, right? These hired hustlers. You are going into rooms that you thought you would never be in. You got the success. Somebody said that they wanted to buy your business for $100 million because you're doing well. But this is something that you have made. It's something that you have built from the ground up. My question to you is, would you
0: sell? Oh, I mean,
1: you're doing well. You got people under you. You got other, you got uh, speakers under you, you speaking, you making money. You 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 Shay on the Mission is actually a household name. But they want to no. buy it.
0: Honestly, no. I wouldn't. I would I wouldn't wow. sell it. Wow! The, I mean, it makes me think of if my business is worth a hundred mil, I think that I, I, if they think my business is worth a hundred mil, I just stand off and and continue on and keep that momentum so it could be worth a billion. Um, it makes me think of like LeBron James when he first started. Once again, literally, I need to really, really look into uh, the elite people where they came from. LeBron James was offered, I think, like. A million dollars or something super super low.
1: Or two million,
0: um, from a yeah, it was something ser- crazy sick low, mm-hmm. and he turned it down. It was from Adidas. Yep. And Adidas didn't want and he turned it down. When he got into the league and stuff like that, he got like a hundred million dollar contract, and everything from Nike when he first started. Right. And now, I mean, all the deals and him not having you no know, scandals and stuff like that. He, I mean, he's a billionaire. In, in my eyes and stuff like that so literally like when people see it's honestly like that that instant gratification like yeah like that hundred mil will be fine but you should see how okay how can i make make my own 100 mil and stuff like that and i wouldn't honestly i wouldn't like i know like i mean like i know this um one entrepreneur i know he says you're in the business to start scale and exit your business so i get that concept but it when it's something like something like that it's it's one thing if i had like a real estate business or whatever case may be because that's not my passion but this is my baby like this is this is like something that you know like we're, we're gonna all have portfolio incomes passive incomes from other entities because we do know the true entrepreneurship way is to have more than one source of income but when it comes to the core upfront business i wouldn't my core upfront business that i talk about like okay prime example um i don't think oprah like oprah would even sell the own network or whatever case may be because that's her that's her baby that's her that's what she built upon after her tv show and sitcom so it literally comes down to the point of if it's something that's really key to your heart that's why it's not for sale and stuff like that if it was something that like i said it got to be if it's something that's not connected with me and just something that i just tried out like i would share i would sell my amazon shares and stocks and stuff like that before I sell my business. That's that's just like how I feel. That's I'm curious. Would you sell? Would you sell it?
1: I would say no because mm. I would want to teach people in my family my business. Um, and the reason I started it is because I love people. You know what I mean. And I even if I'm not like the CEO over it anymore, but somebody's the CEO. And I still own it. That's something that I put my blood, sweat, and tears. Like I could probably write a memoir of the stuff that I had to do to get there. And right. I don't want to give that up. I'm just—I'm a hundred million dollars is a lot, but that's something that I put my put my work. I sacrifice.
0: I'm putting this in the group now. <laughs> I'll, leave you. I'll put yeah. this in the group. Yo, that's a that's a fire question. That honestly, you know I mean? that was one of the top top questions that you I, I ever like. think
1: about. That like i you never thought of that question it, but, but it was a,
0: it was an easy no-brainer question it was an easy right. no-brainer question you know mm-hmm. and it, and this comes this care to show as we wrapping up the show is that when you're really passionate about something certain things are not for sale it's not it's just not yeah you could take the money now it depends on what age i am if i'm in my 80s and 90s man maybe maybe i might take you know like because i'm like i know i'm on my way x now and i'm thinking about you know okay yeah like i mean and then on top of that certain businesses like i said like i mean this is my concept that i said at the workshop either you're either gonna fire own or um partner with your boss and when it comes to your business you know, you're either going to start scale or exit your business. So you got to know what, where you stand in your business. Are you still scaling? Because if you're still scaling, of course you're not going to sell your business. But if you're in the position of exiting out, because, you know, sometimes when you want to like the concept of owning your boss is the fact that your boss might not have no generational um, generational individuals that's going to come over and take over the family. Like I know my current employer, he does not have any, any actual kids or individuals that are helping out to pass on the business to them, because, you know, with the, with the, how our, how our business model is, you can basically have it transferred over to the kid, but none of his, none of his kids are even stepping up to the plate on a $2 billion contract. I mean, not 2 billion, but $2 million contract. So it cares to show that, you know, you got to, just depends on, cause sometimes your kids, I commend, cause some kids don't want to, they want to do their own thing, you know, like, you know, sometimes it's for the best, you know, like, I mean, some parents want their kids to take over the bakery shop, this, this restaurant, that restaurant. But if that's not their dream, you can't be mad at them for doing what they love to do and move forward. So if you don't find a prote- protege, to take it over, that's non-family related or somebody that you've been close with and second confident. Like prime example, I'm curious. You know, I, I mean, I think E.T. gonna be alive for years, but let's see how how E.T. is gonna how E.T.'s business is gonna, gonna rock after he passes away. Let's see how Grant Cardone's business is going to rock after he passes away. Let's see how Warren Buffett business is going to rock after he passes away. You get what I mean? Like, that's that's where, that's a whole nother concept. And now you just make me think, like, really outside the box of, you know, there's some big name people. What's going to happen to own that worker after Oprah passes away? You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, so this key concept is, you know, where are you standing in business? and where you i mean because like one of my friends told me something shocking recently and she says like yeah i'm into exiting my business and i'm like or exiting my or being a different scale in my business once i get to a certain level in my life and i'm like whoa i didn't even expect you to say that and she's like that's just how i feel and i'm like you know what it just all depends on where you stand in life so right now if somebody offered me a hundred million dollars i wouldn't take it wouldn't take it now if i was like 70 80 yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't have no protege that that's that's going to take it over and get to that hundred million. Then, then it's a different story. But you know, it, it's, it just depends on where I stand and if I have somebody to continue on moving the legacy going.
1: Awesome.
0: So, thank you for that question. Those questions, they were fire and everything like that. So, in closing, uh, David, can you tell people how to get connected with you and? if you have anything that you have
1: coming up that you would like okay. the viewers. To- All right, so I've already, uh, as of April the 5th, I opened up my uh, my coaching program. It's called the Resilience Coaching Program. Like I stated, I help those individuals, um, you know, uh, really increase their self-esteem and confidence. Um, right now, uh, I had some things that I had to kind of put on the back burner, but you will be seeing, uh, you know, like a new kind of uh, concept with my power session live every Thursday um, at 9 p.m. like tonight. (laughs) Um, But I am going to, you know, I am looking for new clients. Um, I am also adding a new concept to DMP Speaks, uh, which is going to be me speaking to the youth in schools. So I'm 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 working with uh, my coach, our coach, to really work on that as well. Um, I'm just working on a couple things, um, underground, um, but I'm just excited just to get back, um, to, into my business a lot more. I had some family situations, still got some family situations, but, um, but you can catch me on uh, Facebook, um, through my business, DMP speaks, or you can go to Instagram. Um, uh, my hash, my, my tag is, uh, uh at I am DMP speaks, um, but that's where you can catch me. But you will see some new stuff coming out. I am not going to talk about it too much. This content, content is fire, y'all.
0: This content is fire. I I, I said you might. I might be hiring you soon for some of my content. <laughs> I, appreciate
1: I appreciate it. But um, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing, and I'm just excited to be on with Shay on a mission. And thank you for having me
0: yeah yeah real talk this will be the first of many collaborations i got some things coming up i gotta tell about him and stuff like that but overall you guys this concludes another great episode of mission mementos podcast you guys have a great night evening or morning depends on when you listen to this podcast and david once again thank you for for being a speaker for this podcast awesome thank you for having me all right